morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here for another wild, whimsical Wednesday for Torch Report 411, When COVID Comes Full Circle. Today, we'll be discussing how the invisible enemy has successfully catalyzed the next sequence of events. Now, Friends, it feels good to have my voice back. I know Monday, Tuesday, I was a little bit low. My voice was a little bit scratchy, so I apologize for that. But I'm feeling back uh, and better than ever today. Last night uh, was really an energizing evening. I attended a meeting, a couple dozen liberty-minded citizens in the local area gathering together, having conversations, sharing information. And, of course, it's, it's always so refreshing it's so eye-opening. Uh, we talked last night about how it's impossible for any one person to keep tabs on all of the craziness, right? And that, that's why gathering and sharing information and engaging in public conversation is, is so invaluable. It's as, it is as invaluable as it is enjoyable. And I am truly grateful to know and be connected with such a wonderful group of people. Now, <clears throat> last night, top of mind, uh, guest speaker was there sharing information about EMF radiation and some other really significant issues that are associated with the installation of the so-called smart meters that are happening all throughout our county here. It's happening all across the country, really all around the world right now. And so in, in the spirit of sharing is caring, for those who are in Klickitat County in the local area, I did put some links here to bring you up to speed. Uh, there's, a, there's a documentary called Take Back Your Power. Really, it's for anybody, I suppose, all around the world. There's a six-minute trailer on the documentary there, and then the full uh, link to the full one-hour, 23-minute long documentary on smart meters, which are directly tied to global governance. And just to read a little excerpt from the description here, it says, quote, Take a journey of revelation, examining evidence of in-home surveillance, hundreds of home fires and several fatalities, systemic overbilling, health risks, unprecedented hacking vulnerability, and even extortion, period, end quote, excerpt from Take Back Your Power, literally and figuratively, um, Check out that documentary. And then uh, here in the local area, nosmartmeters.org, a top-notch website built by concerned citizens in our county who want to educate the community on the health risks, the invasion of privacy, and what can be done about smart meters here in KC. So nosmartmeters.org, link there. And then Policy 21, the advanced meter opt-out form, directly from our local PUD's website. So all that said, uh, as the old saying goes, you learn something new every day, right? I mean, if you haven't looked into the harmful impact of these insidious machines, these so-called smart meters, uh, you would be wise to do so. And like one guy said, hey, man, I think my wife's ready to go, you know, chain herself in front of the box there so that they can't come install this EMF emitting smart meter that's going to, you know, potentially cause harmful effects to our children, for example. So, Check it out there, friends. And once you've developed your own informed perspective on these smart meters, then please share this information with anyone and everyone you think who might, you know, might have an interest in learning about these adverse impacts, who might be interested in, in or inclined to opt out or to push back. Hey, hey maybe even go attend a meeting, uh, being part of the public chorus, growing public chorus, speaking out against this stuff. And this is just one issue. 
Uh, there were other issues discussed at the meeting last night, such as the fact that uh, currently here in Washington State, Capitol bureaucrats have changed the rules regarding the purchase of firearms. Right? It used to be that a gun purchaser filled out paperwork at the gun store. They you know, faxed it over to the sheriff's office or whatever for a quick background check. The local sheriff's office says, nope, they're, they're good to go. No problem there. They can, they can exercise their Second Amendment rights here. And uh, no problem, right? Well, now, without the public's input, essentially, right, the capital bureaucrats, they changed the rules a little bit. And now all gun purchases are slated to be reported directly to the state, cutting out the sheriff's office altogether. And I want to point out that we have, I think, out of 39 counties, 33 counties in Washington state are um, sheriffs who have, you know, they swear to uphold the Constitution. So they're they're either affiliated with or, or, or endorsing of the Constitutional County Sheriff's Initiative. Uh, Constitutional County Sheriffs are worth their weight in gold because they stand as an umbrella to say, no, if this state law, this federal law is imposing on people's constitutional rights, it's null and void, it's unenforceable. So that's a huge deal. Now, <coughs> excuse me. Yeah. Ooh, coffee. Ha <laughs> Ooh. Still got that little tickle in my throat. But anyway, it was at this point in the meeting talking about the sheriffs um, getting cutting out and having to report gun sales to the state and all that. I brought up the fact that all of this is part of the globalist agenda. The smart meters are part of the globalist agenda. The you know gun control is part of the globalist agenda. And I've I've talked about this repeatedly on the Torch Report. How the global elites have been discussing exactly how to disarm the peasants for decades, right? They've slowly been retraining law enforcement. They've slowly been laying down the legal precedent for what states could do, what liberal state leaders can do. They've been slowly conditioning the public to think that guns are violent and that anyone who has a gun is a threat to public health and safety, a threat to peace and stability. This is all baked directly into the UN Sustainable Development Goals. And I put a few links in the report here today, friends. If you're new, you might want to brush up. Torch Report 398 on Haiti, Hatred and Holding Out Hope. That report links to the global framework for gender mainstreaming small arms control, i.e. they want your guns, uh, courtesy of the UN Office of Disarmament and their strategic plan to disarm the peasants. I also put a link to Torch Report 314, Elections, Gun Control, and Communism. And as the title suggests, that report links all three topics to Agenda 2030. It also discusses the so-called uh, terrorist confinement centers and the subconscious taming of humanity. The third link here is Torch Report 281, Distractions and the Disarming of America. That report covers everything from Biden and Burisma to the Taliban supercar. But that report really hits on how the UN Office on Drugs and Crimes has been training global leaders to legally disarm their citizens for years. It's all part of Sustainable De Development Goal number 16. It's all part of the International Framework on Firearms. Thus, <clears throat> whenever we're you know, whether we're discussing smart meters, uh, you know, the so-called electrification of society, or industrial solar and the renewable energy scam, or the fact that government is actively working to disarm citizens, what we can see is that the impetus behind all of this comes from on high. It's coming down straight from the top. There is a small group of global leaders who are implementing 
their various strategies to enslave humanity all around the globe, right in front of our eyes. This is the secret global cabal. Now, if you've been with me for a while, you may recall the global governance working papers. The fact that the U.S. has been working, you know, they've been on high alert. I'm sorry, let me, let me back that. In a global governance working paper, the U.S. has been part of this plan to institute global governance for a long time. And currently, right now, the U.S. is on high alert, has been since January, for a highly disruptive cyber attack targeting U.S. critical infrastructure by state or non-state entities. This has been uh, since January is when I reported on that. Now, if you think about these, uh, these smart meters, holy smokes, well, if you get all these smart meters out and then we have a highly disruptive cyber attack, what's going to happen, you know? Hmm, geez, I don't know. Now, anyway, I bring that up because the, the global governance working paper and the, <clears throat> all this reports on cyber attack, it ties directly back to the Rockefellers, the secret cabal, just in case there was any doubt there. You know, there's so much to keep track of here. Nobody can keep track of it all. But let's go ahead and zoom all out. Zoop! Go way out for a second. You know, you may be wondering what any of this has to do with the title of today's report. Torch Report 411, when COVID comes full circle. Luke, get to the point, damn it! You know, damn you, man! The connection looks like this. Okay? COVID-19 kicked off the Great Reset. That's accelerating Agenda 2030. This is leading toward global, global digital governance, which is inescapable socialist surveillance state, right? The great inescapable socialist surveillance state. This is the, the uh, mechanism for total control, total global control. That is equal to future Earth. That is equal to the new world order. So that's the connection there. And it's important to keep in mind that global depopulation is central in all of these plans. You know, thanks to the unholy alliance between the eugenicists and the radical environmentalists, you know, we've got this, this small group of powerful people who want to depopulate planet Earth. You know, the global elites, they have long believed that they're better than the rest of us by blood, and therefore, you know, they're eugenicists, right? They've openly declared they just don't need the majority of humanity anymore. While the climate crazies, on the other hand, they've been assimilated into the cult collective, and they sincerely believe that we all need to drink the Kool-Aid in order to save the planet. They need to depopulate the planet to keep it within planetary boundaries, okay? So both groups are absolutely insane, but they are dead serious about culling the herd and their meticulous plans to do so, which have been a century in the making, are currently underway. Friends, I put a link here for Torture Report 285, the sinister saga of the secret cabal. That gets in the Rockefeller, it gets in the eugenics. Check it out if you haven't already. If you didn't know already that COVID-19 was all part of the plan, which I kind of assume that you do, but sometimes it's nice to brush up because it's not over yet. Friends, in my mind, it was not a coincidence that after this bioweapon, COVID-19, was unleashed upon the masses, the Georgia Guidestones were shattered. Do you guys remember that? It was, uh, it was as if to say, it is finished. You know, it said, leave room for nature. We've got to keep the, you know, the population at about 500,000, I think is what it was, right? Now, what has been set in motion must run its course, but the relatively mild you know, bioengineered virus, that was only the first phase, friends. The complications due to the mass experimental injections, these are only now beginning to crack into the mainstream consciousness. There has been a lot of hearings up on Capitol Hill talking about how 
oh my gosh, maybe this did come from a bio lab. Maybe it was a bioengineered weapon. Well, kind of no shit, Sherlock, if you didn't already know. If you didn't have your head buried up your ass, uh, <clears throat> you might have known that already. Of course, uh, present company excluded here. So the, in reality, the unthinkable is already happening. This is part of the worst case scenario. I've talked a lot about it. And it reminds me, you know, last night on the way home, I was listening to the radio to an interview of this incredibly sketchy guy, Dr. Joel Wallach. He's the founder of criticalhealthnews.com. And what started out sounding kind of like a shameless pitch to sell some cheap nutritional supplements kind of took this dark turn. I think it was ABC, you know, a liberal host anyway, started prompting questions about people, particularly young, healthy athletes and celebrities falling over dead. Well, Dr. Wallet, what do you think about all these young people falling over dead? Geez, you know, that caught my attention immediately. So, you know, for just an instant there, I thought, holy smokes, maybe they're going to go. They're going to go there. They're going to do it. You know, they're going to point out the obvious connection between the mass experimental injection campaign, this great human experiment, and the current horrific reality of healthy people falling over dead after they get the death jab, the clot shot. And now they did point out, in this interview, they did point out that these collapses related to blood clotting. They did point out they're related to heart issues like myocarditis and, and brain swelling and all this stuff. But then they put the spin on it, friends, and the spin was almost sickening. You want to know why so many young, healthy people are seeing soaring spikes in cancer and heart attacks and blood clots and other rare, debilitating, lifelong conditions? You want to know why are so many young athletes and celebrities and countless others falling over dead? Why? The answer that they provided is going to chill you. This is how they're selling it. People are falling over dead from heart attacks because of nutritional deficiencies. Yes, friends, nothing more, nothing less. And it has absolutely nothing to do with experimental mRNA injections, bioengineered viruses, or a dark agenda to depopulate the planet. No, no, all of these sudden and mysterious deaths are because of nutritional deficiencies. You know, what are you, some kind of wild conspiracy theorist? You know, you must be a far right wing extremist if you think it has something to do with bioengineered viruses and mRNA injections. Ah, you know, and of course, you know, friends, if, if you're prone to be a conspiracy theorist, you know, yeah, I wanted you to know the always trustworthy, completely reliable, never has any agenda, completely unbiased. The Associated Press has fact-checked and debunked the claims about vaccines causing people to fall over dead. So just to be balanced there, I did put that in the report. So nothing to see here moving along. So... If people are suddenly falling over dead on live TV because of nutritional deficiencies, what might the solution to that be? What's the solution to this problem? Well, how about more government nutritional assistance, right? I mean, it only makes sense that since the FDA approves the labels, you know, uh, they, they need to keep track of what's in the stuff, right? So, you know, they approved the label just like they did with the so-called COVID vaccines. Yeah, you can call that a vaccine. Hell yeah, you can call that a COVID test. It doesn't really uh, rule out that it's some other thing, and there's no way of knowing whether it's a false positive or a false negative. But what? Yeah, go ahead and use that. <clears throat> so now the FDA needs to uh, be 
paying attention to and more heavily regulating these nutritional deficiencies. And since Dr. Wallach is such an avid lobbyist of the FDA, it all just fits together perfectly, doesn't it? Now, I wanted to go off on this point. I just want to point out a few important facts. First, these nutritional deficiencies are just another form of the invisible enemy. Okay, they're just another, I mean, what do we know about nutritional? We got to trust the government, right? Now, the second thing here is that though nutritional deficiencies do exist, now they've been weaponized, just like viruses may or may not exist. Some people uh, believe that they don't, right? But, you know, viruses, cold viruses do exist, but now they've been weaponized. So the third thing here is that really this is just another perfect excuse for the government to take more control, and very few people are going to question or challenge it. Not only that, friends, this whole <clears throat> nutritional deficiency thing, it provides perfect cover for heinous crimes against humanity. It offers a somewhat palatable explanation for the absolutely unthinkable atrocity that's going to continue to unfold in the coming years. It drives the public toward greater reliance on the government because only the government can tell them whether their food is safe and effective, right? Or maybe my food is nutritionally uh, deficient. I don't know. I need safe and effective food. Please tell me what should I eat? Anyway, it creates the public perception that we need more centralized government control over the food supply, which is exactly what they want, right? That's the outcome they're looking for. Friends, it's sick and it's evil, but it's a sort of evil genius. And thus, COVID has come full circle. Not only did COVID kick off the Great Reset and initiate the unthinkable scheme for global depopulation, it also advances the UN Sustainable Development Goals for everything from the electrification of society to gun control. Specifically, though, it, uh, it's really driving the part that relates to taking control of the food supply. Uh, we've been discussing this for a while. I put a link in here, a little excerpt from Torch Report 222. What comes next? Quote, the COVID-19 pandemic and its profound impact on human health, society, and economies around the world highlighted the interconnectedness between biodiversity, a healthy environment, food systems, and our health. So, and it revealed vulnerabilities at all levels. Now, that report pointed out food systems, right? And the WHO, the World Health Organization, launched their new global strategy for food safety. And the top priority of this global strategy for food safety is strengthening national food control systems. So, if Nutritional deficiencies are suddenly causing perfectly healthy people to die from all kinds of unexpected reasons. I'd say they have the perfect justification for strengthening these national food control systems. Now say it with me, national food control systems, national food control systems. Hmm, you know, this this process, by the way, uh, of implementing national food control systems, it, it's predicated upon the urgent need for food systems transformation, which roughly translates into you're going to eat bugs, own nothing, and be happy thanks to the transformation of human consciousness. Now, friends, you see how COVID was the catalyst for the one agenda to rule them all, also known as the One Health Joint Plan of Action. Ultimately, it hides their hideous plans in plain sight. I want to emphasize here, 
Friends, that they've initiated their endgame strategies. We are in their endgame for total global control. But the Great Reset itself is just getting started. We're nowhere near the end of this insanity. And so regardless of how it all plays out, right now is a very good time to plug in to your local community. Friends, it's all coming down hard and fast, so we need to be prepared for what lies ahead, and we don't want to face it alone. Friends, you're not going to believe what happens next, and that is the message of my heart for today. If you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to find that little heart on the website. You go to the website, you click that heart, you give me some love. Makes my heart soar like a hawk. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already, and of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this wild, whimsical Wednesday, friends. Stay wise, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.